Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump allies behind rally that ignited Capitol riot. Biden outlines day one agenda of executive actions. And Russia detains Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny. It's Monday, January 18. I'm Anthony Davis. Members of President Donald Trump's failed presidential campaign played key roles in orchestrating the Washington rally that spawned a deadly assault on the U.S. Capitol, according to an Associated Press review of records, undercutting claims the event was the brainchild of the president's grassroots supporters. A pro-Trump non-profit group called Women for America First hosted the Save America rally on January 6, but an attachment to the National Park Service public gathering permit granted to the group lists more than half a dozen people in staff positions for the event, who just weeks earlier had been paid thousands of dollars by Trump's 2020 re-election campaign. Other staff scheduled to be on site during the demonstration have close ties with the White House. Since the siege, several of them have scrambled to distance themselves from the rally. The riot at the Capitol, incited by Donald Trump's comments before and during his speech, has led to a reckoning unprecedented in American history. The president told the crowd to march to the Capitol and that you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Women for America First, which applied for and received the Park Service permit, did not respond to messages seeking comment on how the event was financed and about the Trump campaign involvement. The rally drew tens of thousands of people. The Associated Press's review found at least three of the Trump campaign aides named on the permit rushed to obscure their connections to the demonstration. They deactivated or locked down their social media profiles and removed tweets that referenced the rally. The review found the crowd was overwhelmingly made up of longtime Trump supporters, including Republican Party officials, GOP political donors, far-right militants, white supremacists, off-duty police, members of the military, and adherents of the QAnon myth that the government is secretly controlled by a cabal of Satan-worshipping paedophile cannibals. In his first hours as president, Joe Biden plans to take executive action to roll back some of the most controversial decisions of his predecessor and to address the raging coronavirus pandemic. The opening salvo would herald a 10-day blitz of executive actions as Biden seeks to act quickly to redirect the country in the wake of Donald Trump's presidency without waiting for Congress. On Wednesday, following his inauguration, Biden will end Trump's restriction on immigration to the US from some Muslim-majority countries, move to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord, and mandate mask-wearing on federal property and during interstate travel. Those are among roughly a dozen actions Biden will take on his first day in the White House, according to his incoming chief of staff, Ron Klain, in a memo to senior staff. 
Other actions include extending the pause on student loan payments and actions meant to prevent evictions and foreclosures for those struggling during the pandemic. These executive actions will deliver relief to the millions of Americans that are struggling in the face of these crises, Klain said in the memo. President-elect Biden will take action not just to reverse the gravest damages of the Trump administration, but also to start moving our country forward. Providing a path to citizenship for millions of immigrants in the US illegally will be part of Biden's agenda, according to people briefed on his plans. Ali Nurani, president of the National Immigration Forum and among those briefed, said immigrants would be put on an eight-year path. There would be a faster track for those in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, which shields people from deportation who came to the US as children, and for those from strife-torn countries with temporary status. On Thursday, the new president's second day in office, Biden would sign orders related to the COVID-19 outbreak, aimed at reopening schools and businesses, and expanding virus testing, Klain said. The following day, Friday, will see action on providing economic relief to those suffering the economic costs of the pandemic. In the following week, Klain said Biden would take additional actions relating to criminal justice reform, climate change and immigration, including a directive to speed the reuniting of families separated at the US-Mexico border under Trump's policies. Police detained prominent Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny on arrival in Moscow on Sunday after he flew home to Russia from Germany for the first time since he was poisoned last summer, triggering a political clash with the West. The move, which could see Navalny jailed for three and a half years for allegedly flouting the terms of a suspended prison sentence, may reignite political pressure on the West to tighten sanctions on Russia especially against an $11.6 billion project to build a natural gas pipeline from Russia to Germany. In a case that drew wide international attention, Navalny was poisoned last summer by what German military tests showed was a Novichok nerve agent, a version of events the Kremlin rejects. Navalny recovered in Germany, and after he said last week he planned to return home, the Moscow prison service said it would do everything to arrest him once he returned, accusing him of flouting the terms of a suspended prison sentence for embezzlement, a 2014 case he said was trumped up. But the 44-year-old opposition politician laughed and joked with journalists on his plane, saying he was not afraid and did not believe he would be arrested. Four masked police officers asked Navalny to accompany him at passport control at Moscow's Sheremetyevo airport before he had formally entered Russia. Navalny's supporters have said incarcerating one of President Vladimir Putin's most prominent domestic critics could turn him into a Nelson Mandela-like figure and an increasingly popular symbol of resistance to the Kremlin. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news. 
Daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.